Thanks so much for being with us. Couch Potato Radio here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. I am Derek Hansen. The Vikings host the Detroit Lions here on the Mighty 790. 11 o'clock is the pregame show. 12 noon is the kickoff on Sunday. I'll have a short Couch Potato Radio before that. But it's a pleasure to have with us right now offensive guard for the Minnesota Vikings. That's Dakota Dozier. Hello, Dakota. How are you? I'm good. Glad to be here. Yes. I got to ask you, when you see your running back do what he is doing and you're one of the guys who's making it happen as offensive lineman is there anything more gratifying in the world i, I gotta tell you it's uh it is a special feeling to go out there and block a guy and, and watch 33 go to work i mean it's just it's a ton of fun he's, he's a special back and so it's, it's fun to go to work and block for him yeah i was an offensive lineman i was very uh slow but i made it up for it be, by being not very athletic but even a little bit i you know, i got to have that and you've seen your running back go it, it just getting that seal block to see him go and, and that's what it's really all about oh absolutely i mean you you you're pulling or you're, you're setting the edge or anything like that and you, and you feel that back come off your edge and you just like yes and then you see him go to work break a tackle do something special and it's just like man that's what it's about right there it really is You've been in the league for a few years now, and, and I always find it funny for 10 years or so they say, oh, it's a passing league, it's a passing league more. But you look at some of the success of the running backs, and you know, you look at the 49ers last year, if you run the ball, it still makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? It really does. I mean, it's obviously in this league you've got to be able to pass the ball, but when you can run the ball and make teams adjust and realize that they can come at you two different ways, uh, it really does set up things in the passing game, and so you can get really explosive in that in that regards as well. And, and I guess when you look at it, facing a team like the Packers too, I mean, you want to hang on the ball and you want to keep it out of number 12's hands. There's no doubt that you guys can complement each other by keeping the defense off the field. You know, it, it, you know, we we get in that game on Sunday, and there, there's four total possessions. I mean, four total possessions in the in the first half, and it's just well, if we can score, you know, it keeps the ball in their hands, and then we come out of halftime and able to hold it and have two long drives again, and that you know ultimately help the clock come down, help the defense rest. And like I said, if you keep it out of 12 hands, it's going to help you win the game more. Have you ever played in a game like that where the first four possessions were just it were four scores and there was only those four possessions? That was wild. It was. You know, I, we finished the game, and I was talking to some guys, and I said, wow, I think we only had the ball seven times that entire game. And, like, you know, twice in the first half. And so it was just, you know, each possession meant so much uh, in that game. Um, but it was it was really crazy, you know. When you got your first four drives, you're averaging seven and a half minutes of drives. You're like, wow, this is nuts. Um, and so, but um, it worked out well for us, and we were able to you know control the game, control the ball, and, and score when we needed to. I got two questions about Green Bay again, only because you know, you know I'm a Viking fan, so I'm going to enjoy hey, this for a long hey, time. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but but uh, you look at this too. Uh, going into that game, how windy was it? Because I, I know from being there that that bowl can really pick up a lot of wind, and he could even see it on TV. You know, it really uh, it was really windy. You know, I, I remember um, back when I was with the Jets playing in Gillette Stadium, you know, they got to open in and it swirls. Um, but it, it kind of felt like that, and it really surprised me that, you know, there's no open in, but yet that wind gets in and it just swirls and gusts in there. Um, and so it was um, definitely you, we had to know which way we are going on the field because it, it definitely changed, you know, whether it would be passes. There's a couple times we pitched the ball and realized, all right, maybe that's not great because the wind's going to get a hold of it. And so uh, it, was, it was definitely a factor. 
I know that uh, I'm certainly miss fans at home. I do too. I miss going to the games oh. at U.S. Bank Stadium. But you know, I, I appreciate the the legacy that is Lambeau Field. My buddies and I went out there last September for that game, and, and boy, what a weird thing to not see that stadium to see that empty too. That's I'm sure it stinks yeah. for you guys, huh? It, it does. You know, obviously love being at home. You got the the home crowd cheering, and it's making it hard on their offense. That's great, but you know, sometimes you get on the road and you, you kind of embrace that. You know, all right, here the noise is coming, and it's gonna we got to fight through it. And you know, especially in Lambeau, you know, historical place like that. Um, you know, it was definitely kind of eerie. I look back at some of the pictures from the games, like man, it was empty, <laughs> nobody in there. Uh, but bizarre, and just one of the things that this year, we you know, whether you're home or away, you got to get used to. And obviously, there's been advantages and disadvantages, you know, for each team. But um, you know, you got to get ready to go to work no matter what. How weird is it hearing the signals more on the road? I mean, that's got to be just a weird transition. It is. It is strange. I mean, I, I think back to the first game. You know, when the Packers came here, and it's just like, man, I can hear them making their calls over here, and I'm just like, that that never would happen. You know, usually this place is rocking, and so, um, you know, it's been crazy for that aspect. And then, you know, as well as being able to hear their calls if we're on the road, like we don't have to go silent. And so, there's been some good and up and down things about it, but um, we'll just see see what happens with it all. Do you feel that's why the offenses are ahead of the defenses, it seems like, why the scoring's up? Because you're talking about 32 of the you – know, there's 32 jobs in the world, and it's quarterbacks, and they're talented at seeing the defenses or whatever. And, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers at U.S. Bank Stadium, I and mean, he can see everything. It's I mean, he has to, You don't have false starts as much. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of factors. Obviously, the offseason was totally different for each team. And, you know, we, we, you really miss having those first four preseason games. Um, and there's just a lot of different factors that come into it. You know, I mean, shoot, up and down, whether or not someone's be active because of COVID or this, that, and the other. So, I mean, there's been a lot of different factors in this year. But, you know, I'll say that definitely has, has contributed. Uh, Dakota Dozier with us, offensive lineman for the Minnesota Vikings. They take on the Lions here on KFGO. 12 noon is the kickoff. Talk about that. I mean, since late July when you showed up at uh, TCO Performance Center, and you're taking tests all the time. And then there's got to be anxiety with that. There's you know anxiety amongst society with us regular people if you take a test, if you have a little chest cold. It's yeah. got to be nerve-wracking. It is it's definitely a, an interesting feeling. I mean, you're getting tested every single day. Um, and you're just trying to be as cautious as you can when you when you're you know not at work you know or whether I you know try to have a, a meal with my wife or something I'm thinking well maybe we we should just stay home and you know lower our risk and all this other stuff and so it's been it's been a definite adjustment you know, obviously less friends and family are in town just trying to be as as cautious as possible because you know this is this is our our, our livelihoods and so if we, we test positive obviously we can't come to work and uh, we're just trying to be really careful and safe with that and so. Um, Guys, you know, even being precautious, guys still, you know, have kids who go to school or daycare, and it's just there's only so much of it you can control, obviously. And I, but I will say, I feel like we as the Vikings have done a really good job of trying to be as precautious as possible. Do you feel like uh, it's it kind of go back to your college days at Furman? Because I know, like, we have North Dakota State University up here, and the coaches always talk about being in a submarine because you go to class and you go to practice. <laughs> and you said, yeah. is it kind of like that again, where you're just amongst yourselves all the time? Or? A little bit of it, yeah, because it's it's literally I'm at work and then I go home. And it's like, well, I don't really go anywhere else because I don't know if it's safe to go anywhere. And then I'm back at work and I'm back with my wife and kid. And it's just like, well, all right, I know this is safe here and we're good. So it is a little bit of that, you know, back and forth. And that's what there is to do. 
Well, I don't blame you. I mean, I want to. I mean, if I was in your shoes, it's your livelihood, and, and then it's so public when something happens, and then the contact tracing exactly. your team. I mean, it's just it's yeah. almost like a guilty thing, even though it's not your fault. You know. I know. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what team it is. I feel like within ten minutes of somebody being positive or contact tracing, like everybody knows, and so it's just like uh, another one of those things that uh, about our lives it becomes public knowledge, and it's just like you know, well, there, there's already so much that everybody, everyday fans know. You know, let's just try to keep that to a limited amount of information. Along with that, you had the bye week. I'm sure there's concern about, you know, you're, you're not flying to Aruba, Jamaica, and all that stuff uh, yeah. during that time. I mean, that's that had to be a weird bye week for you too, right? It was. I mean, and, and leading up to the bye week, it's like, will we have a bye week? Like, you know, because you've seen some of these other teams have to lose their bye week and move around and shift around. And um, it's just been kind of um, an adjustment each day, each week. Um, we were fortunate enough to be able to have it, and uh, it was great. Didn't really get to go anywhere. Typically, me and my family go home back in North Carolina, but we stayed here and um, just enjoyed some family time together. And so that was fun. Um, but uh, it was good to reset, get ready to go, and get ready for this uh, these next nine games. How big was the bye week? I mean, you came off a tough loss to uh, Atlanta yeah. for a heartbreaking loss. I mean, just mentally, if as much as physically, do you think? Or You know, it, it, each – I was talking to my father-in-law about it. You know, each bye week is, is great – Physically, obviously, because you've been grinding and working, but but mentally, you can get so much from it. Just took all right, let's relax, regroup, reset our mind, our mindset, and, and get back to work fresh. Uh, and I really did feel like going into the package week. That's what we did. Is all right, new start. You know, those first seven games, or you know, first six games, nothing we can do about them. Let's just go to work and get ready for uh, the Packers. And that's what we did. And so we're going to continue that momentum and get ready for this game on Sunday against the Lions and try to go out for the rest of the year doing that way. It's just a final thing for you. You've been playing a lot more. I mean, and we always talk about reps. I'm sure reps really help you in your game against, uh, you know, just being that consistent force getting on the field. I'm sure that does help, and I'm sure it'll help against the Lions too, right? Absolutely. You know, uh, football and most sports are, are, you know, a rep thing. The more you can do and get on the field, you really get an understanding on how to do things. And so that's been really great for me this year to be able to have those reps uh, consistently and then get in the game and have them too. So, uh, I've been really thankful for that and just fortunate for health and just excited to keep doing this thing. I think with Atlanta and everything else, what it proves is you just never know. You guys beating Green Bay, you just never know. No one would expect you to do it. And, you know, Detroit, they're just pesky. You guys see them a lot, you know, twice a year. It, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. You know, everybody talks about Detroit, and I, I'll tell you one thing. They're a team that does not go away and does not quit. So there's no way we walk into this game thinking, all right, it's going to be – it's another game. No, we got to come to work and be ready to roll uh, to get this win. Yeah, and they got a front line to deal with too, don't they? That you got to deal they with. They do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, looking forward to it. Thanks for your time. Always enjoy chatting with you, and uh, good luck against the Lions this Sunday. Thank you, Derek. Take care. Dakota Dozier, offensive lineman, offensive guard for the Minnesota Vikings, did a nice job with uh, Riley Reef on that left side of the line this past week, helping Delvin Cook spring up with some big runs, obviously, and that big screenplay. And is really a, a nice guy who's done a good job. I mean, he's stepped in there now with uh, some of the injuries that I've had. He's had some consistency, and I think uh, that has been a really, really nice thing to see. So we'll see how it all plays out. Again, the Minnesota Vikings take on the Detroit Lions. 11 o'clock is the pregame show. 12 noon is the kickoff. All of a short Couch Potato Radio, 10.30 right before that as our Sunday morning version of Couch Potato Radio. Then I'll be on after a Viking fan line after the Lions-Vikings game. Still no word about Matthew Stafford, what's going to happen with him. 
after he had a little contract tracing thing. He's got to take a bunch of uh, tests to make sure he's negative. So we'll see how that all plays out. Don't forget, tomorrow night we'll uh, talk with Kyle Agri from Gone Outdoors with Brewer and Agri to preview what they have coming up on Saturday. And then I'll have a good match at Minnesota High School football. It's one of the top two teams, actually, uh, within this region in Minnesota, Class 2A, and that's the Barnesville Trojans at the Breckenridge Cowboys. And that should be a lot of fun. We'll get on the air just uh, 640, 645. We'll see how it plays out. And then uh, just a little bit after 7 o'clock, they'll have the kickoff. So high school football tomorrow night. We have a little uh, today's KFGO coming up. KFGO today in just a little bit. And then we have a matchup tonight for Thursday night football. The Green Bay Packers with a couple of uh, situations here with COVID-19 positive tests. We just got done talking about that. And then uh, they take on the injury-plagued San Francisco 49ers. 7 o'clock's the pregame show, so Thursday night football on the way. Bob Harris will take you up to that along with the KFGO today. Derek Hansen signing off. Again, uh, we'll talk sports tomorrow morning. I'll be on with uh, Joel Heitkamp and Jack Michaels at around 8.15 for KFGO Sports during News and Views. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6.15. For Couch Potato Radio, Derek Hansen with you on the Mighty 790 KFGO.